When it comes to losing sales, is it you or is it the leads? Is it you or is it the leads? How you answer this question will determine how you sell your jobs, how you sell your prospect, and your commissions that you make. Every single message you deliver is really a sales call. Either you are selling or being sold. Salespeople love to brag about their skills. And the truth is, your success in closing sales depends on your skills, your abilities, and finding the right training. And the great news is, you have come to the right place here at The How to Sell Show with your hosts, Dale Bell and Scott Sylvanbell. And be sure to join the party at howtosell.live and download your copy of The 10 Common Mistakes Salespeople Make. Aloha from Sacramento, California today. Today is a fantastic day. I'm coming to you live from the How to Sell Show studios. And I got a question for you. Is it you or is it the leads? Is it you or is it the leads? Pick a team. Because here's the thing. The blame game is real in sales. I was in a group recently. And this is roughly what a salesperson asked. He said, look, if, you're, if your manager or your business owner or your boss is giving you a tough time about your closing percentage, what you need to know is it's not really always your fault. There's companies out there that produce a bunch of leads, and some of them are unqualified or poorly qualified. And then what they do is they go back and they blame it on the salesperson. And then, and then, here's what I wrote. Closers accept responsibility for their actions. Instead of looking for someone or something to blame, figure out how to close the deal. You just may learn a new skill and learn how to outsell everyone else. And it was interesting that some people in in the group and in the thread really were like, okay, I'm, I'm down with that. And some people fought against it. And so the reason I bring this up is you have options. And you have the capability of looking at leads one way, or you have a capability of looking at leads another way. One way is like, look, I'm going to own my responsibility. I'm going to take personal responsibility for whatever I do, whatever my actions are. And I'm not going to say that anybody can have outside undue influence. And some people say, well, I want to, I want to find somebody to blame. It's not my fault. Now, whatever direction you go, that's on you. I want to share something with you that you might not have ever picked up. The closers out there, the best salespeople in the world that I have worked with, usually say, look, it's not my fault, but it's my responsibility to figure out how to make something happen. I just got to run enough leads. Now, uh, I know this guy, Mitch, and Mitch is probably one of the best salespeople that I know. And Mitch was telling me a story about like, look, uh, I was given a certain type of leads in the early 2000s. And I had to figure out a way or a game plan to make the deal happen. And one of the reasons why I think he's so good at what he does is because he goes with the MIH attitude, make it happen. And so you do have to look for ways and capabilities to make a deal happen, even if you're not given the best circumstances. I love a laydown sale until I remember it causes me to be lazy. And then I'm like, a laydown sale was fine but it starts allowing me to not follow my process. Now, tough sales, tough sales are like the thing that I like to celebrate because I know that everybody else gave up on them. Tough sales are the thing that frustrate me when I lose the deal. So there's a double edge to, to, the, to the sword. There's two sides to the coin. You have to pick the team that you're going to play on. Are you going to be on the team? They're like, hey, I'm going to look for all the reasons why I couldn't close the deal. Are you going to be on the team? They're like, I'm going to look for the reasons why I can close the deal and I'm going to increase my sales skills. Uh, at one point, 
I worked inside of an organization and my manager was not a good person. I'm just going to say the manager that I had was a horrible person. And this manager gave me all the tough leads. And I had two choices. Learn how to sell them because the leads were given to me or complain about it. And in the beginning, I'm going to tell you, I threw a fit. I was a big crybaby and I complained about it. And then I said, wait a minute. If I can learn how to sell these leads, I can learn how to sell any lead. And if I can learn how to sell any lead, I'm never under somebody's thumb. And I'm never under somebody's capability of saying, hey, look, you, you, you're you just going to get what I, what I you know, hand out to you. And I, I will tell you, firsthand experience, it was tough. It may sound like I'm like, oh, yeah, it was easy. No, it wasn't. It was hard. It was a lot of emotions. It was a lot of effort. It was a lot of problems. And I was going through emotional problems in my life at the time. And what I did was I said, look, instead of focusing on my emotional problems, on what I'm going through in life, I'm going to focus on learning how to close more deals. So I'll say that if you can adopt this strategy, if you can adopt this belief, it's really going to help you out with what you do. And when I watch salespeople, there's like really four groups of salespeople that I break people into. First is immature. And sales immature means that, you know, the person's brand new. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to function. They don't know that if they blame something else, they're not accepting personal responsibility for the deal. And then it's easier to walk away from a deal. And it's easier to complain about the buyer. It's easy to complain about the circumstances. But what it's not easy to do is say, hey, look, if it is to be, it's up to me. The next person on this list is going to be sales developing. Sales developing means that they're learning how to sell. The sales process is chunky. There is some self-awareness, but they're still looking for the answers and they're still looking to blame other people. They're, they're still there saying, it's not my fault. Now, John Benson is one of my copywriting mentors and he has a phrase, it's, it's not your fault, but now that you know, it's your responsibility. And then number three on this list is going to be sales adopting means they get used to the sales cycle. They waffle back and forth between the leads and self. And, you know, it may be that like, hey, you know, this there's a there's a circumstance that they can blame until they realize like, oh my goodness, I'm blaming the circumstance and I'm not moving forward. And then on this list is number four, sales mature. They've seen the cycles. They're used to the process. They take responsibility. And then what they do is they learn what they've used to close more deals into the future. And so, I, I want you to really think about this. And it's it, like wherever you are is wherever you are. It's not like I'm calling you out and saying, ha, ah, you're never going to make it. I'm saying like, look, are you sales immature where you blame the leads and you blame whatever else is going on in the company and the advertising and you don't take responsibility? Are you number two sales developing? You're learning sales, sales a little bit chunky. You know, you got the, the, the normal problems that new salespeople have or newer salespeople have. Are you sales adopting where you've been out in the field a while? You're still getting used to the cycles. Are you sales mature where you're like, look, I've been through this before. Nothing's going to shake me. And the reason I bring this up that you should be able to pick out where you're at is you can start identifying now where other salespeople are. Now, when I meet salespeople, I listen to them and I go, okay, are you talking about the past? Are you talking about the future? Are you talking about the present? People who are struggling tend to talk about the past. People who just got out of a struggle tend to talk about the future. People who are closing deals talk about present. And when I say present, I'm probably going to say 15 to 30 days out at most. At most. Most of the time, 7 to 15 days is about when when they're talking, like, here's what I'm going to do. What you're going to have to do is you're going to have to just develop your sales skill. And you may have to do this on your own. And you may have to pay for it yourself. But you know what? You're, you're a salesperson. You know that. 
So ask this question, what skill do you not have when it comes to sales? What skill do you think that you don't have? And you could go through and you could build out a mock presentation. You can start with the intro. You could go to rapport. You could go to discovery. You can go to presentation. You could go to rolling price. And then from rolling price, you could go to objections and you could go to follow-up. Out of those buckets, which one are you not good at? And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a super secret hint that most of the time this starts up front. It's something up in the front that stumps you. And you may not realize it. You may think that there's a point at the end of your presentation that's causing you to cringe when it's usually earlier on in the process. So you're probably losing the deal early on by not taking an action. And it's usually around commitment, setting expectations, and then adding a reaction. So here's the three things to look at. How are you getting a commitment? How are you setting expectations? You could put those in, in the opposite order. How are you setting expectations? And how are you getting commitments? And then from there, what is your reaction? When the client pushes back on you, are you annoyed? When the client pushes back on you, do you get frustrated? When the potential client pushes back on you, do you just like let it roll? and like, yeah, no big deal. This is normal. Because what happens is what you don't realize is a lot of times that buyer is picking up your energy and they're focusing it back on you. It's like a lens. It's like a sales lens. It's like a sales mirror. They feel like there's something wrong. So they're like, oh, something's wrong here. I'm just going to give you back what's wrong. It's part of the game. So here's how you work it through. Part of it's going to be a test. Part of it's going to be the way that you react. And I'm going to let you know, it may very well suck, may not be good. And you may have to get somebody to get to do a ride along with you to tell you like, hey, here's what's going on. And where legal where it is legal or where you can get permission, record your presentation. You know, a lot of phone calls that are inbound and outbound, they're automatically recorded. That's to your benefit. But like a lot of sales presentations are not. And so I knew based upon sales, sometimes the promo, one promo, one promotion does not have the same word tract or script as another promotion. And so what happens is you, you may have what is a problem is a one size fits all presentation. And what you're not realizing is the promotion, the advertising, the efforts that are being put out can't be treated like you're treating them. And so I always like to, to ask people when they're struggling, is it you or is it the leads? Because it's going to tell me where the person is mentally. It's going to tell me where they're at in their sales career. I'm going to be able to go, okay, your sales immature, your sales developing, your sales adopting, or your sales mature. Is it you or is it the leads? You really do have to ask yourself this. And if you're saying it's the leads, my challenge for you is, how can you find a way to make a deal happen without throwing a tissy fit or a hissy fit, as my mom would say? How would you do that without throwing a fit and still close the deal? How do you adopt the make it happen mindset? And how do you find a way to have the conversation so that you can close the deal and you stop blaming other people? Thanks for checking out this episode of the How to Sell Show. You can join the party at howtosell.live to get the show notes, links, updates on new episodes, recordings of previous episodes, articles, as well as videos. You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo.